Welcome to The Living Word with Chuck Davis. Proverbs 10, 27-32, Wisdom and the Way of the Lord. The fear of the Lord prolongs life, but the years of the wicked will be short. The hope of the righteous brings joy, but the expectation of the wicked will perish. The way of the Lord is a stronghold to the blameless, but destruction to evildoers. The righteous will never be removed, but the wicked will not dwell in the land. The mouth of the righteous brings forth wisdom, but the perverse tongue will be cut off. The lips of the righteous know what is acceptable, but the mouth of the wicked what is perverse. I hear in Solomon's uh, tone here an invitation to a higher quality of life. Uh, the initial phrase, the fear of the Lord prolongs life. Uh, we keep seeing this come up over and over. There seems to be an interplay to the length of our days, according to Solomon's wisdom, uh, to uh, how we situate ourselves or position ourselves before God, beginning with a fear of the Lord. Uh, some of the results that are highlighted here is joy. Uh, there's a sense of peace because the Lord it becomes the stronghold, not something else. We're not removed. Uh, we come forth with wisdom. But once again, we see this turn towards the tongue. Uh, there's an anticipation of what James is going to say. Uh, James in one chapter 1 and verse 26, As anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. <clears throat> we hear in James's words, all of them, that there's this idea of uh, wisdom thinking, the flow, uh, the outflow of the gospel in our lives is a, a life that is more richly lived quality. James goes on in chapter three to say, not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. For we all stumble in many ways, and if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he's a perfect man, also able to bridle his whole body. But if we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we, we guide their whole bodies as well. Look at ships also. Uh, they are so large and yet are driven by the winds. They are guided by yet a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. Uh, James goes on to talk about this fiery aspect of the tongue. At one moment we bless our Lord, next moment we curse out of it. Can the same mouth bring forth blessing and curse? James says that shouldn't be there. Can a fig tree produce something other than what it is? Uh, the reminder here is that the quality of life begins with the fear of God, but it will become evident in how we speak. The mouth of the righteous will bring forth wisdom. So back to Jesus' idea that it's not what goes into a person that makes them unclean, but what comes out of them. It's a heart issue. And as we develop a heart of wisdom that pursues God, we will then have uh, a tongue and a voice 
that proclaims God as well. There's an aligning of the realities of our life. And so, Lord, today we give ourselves once again to a right positioning before you. Uh, We want to know what it means to fear you. Not in a a way that puts us in a, a moment of cringing and pulling away from you, but rightly associating to you so that our life would be full. And Lord, where we have problems with our tongue, where our tongue is exposing other things in our heart, would you bring correction? Would you, by your spirit, uh, realign us to your way of speaking? In Jesus' name, amen.